Hello and welcome back to the Sports Bible. Recording late on a, a Wednesday evening because our Jonathan uh, had a very important business meeting Sorry, this evening. I have commitments. He, he, has, he has commitments outside the Sports Bible. How dare you? It's myself, Phil, Breton. Hello, Breton. Hello. And as before mentioned, Jonathan uh, in, in the studio this evening recording this week's show. Uh, we got a little bit of uh, constructive feedback last just a week bit. Just a bit. from one of our resident uh, Manchester United fans, uh, Patrick Marley, um, talking about how he sort of last week uh, we lost it on of ourselves talking about Manchester United. We're absolutely we'd like to offer uh, no apology for that. Uh, it's the sports babble. It's what happens. Um, hopefully you're still listening, Paddy, and um, you're not getting too annoyed with what happened last week. Um, one of us. <laughs> Basically, certainly lost it on himself to all my Manchester United fans. Basically, we're giving you a Granite Jacket apology where we're not giving you one whatsoever. <laughs> uh, but we hope you continue to listen and appreciate your listening and your views as well. If there's anything and, else. And give us your feedback on Twitter because yeah. you know, you're on Twitter. so Get tore in. Let tweet us know. Me. Tweet me. Johnny Douglas 90. Tweet me. <laughs> Let us know what you think of the show every week. If there's anything you want us to talk about, anything you think we're wrong on or we're right on. Um, we do try and, I try and keep it a bit balanced. Uh, sometimes so it's do I. Sometimes, sometimes it's hard. <laughs> what the fuck? But, uh, <laughs> you know, these two try and team up with me all the time. You know what bollocks about Man City last week as well? I'm now this um, shit. Trying to blame, put all the money out of blame on me. Well, we will absolutely not uh, sort of... L- hold back. Hold back, Jonathan. We'll let him go. He's our, our secret weapon in Just, this Do you know what? To be fair, they were robbed at the weekend. They were robbed at the weekend. Yeah, we, well, had we haven't been down to talk about it, but we'll, we'll <clears> chat <throat> briefly on that game to start us off with. Um, we've got Liverpool and Manchester City obviously coming up at the weekend that we want to look at with Chelsea and Ajax Madness last night. And the, the Arsenal managerial situation. My God. Sorry, yeah, I'm just noticing that Bayern Munich are playing Dortmund yeah, this weekend Yeah, it's a too. big game. If everyone, anyone's free, I'd quite like to watch that on Saturday evening. Anyway, um, Bournemouth, Bournemouth Manchester United was the early kickoff on Saturday. I don't know if any of you saw much of it. I got to see... Um, the second half of it bits and uh, pieces and yeah they were now they weren't clinical enough Manchester United I know I know, I, kinda, I know where you're coming from you're saying they were raw because they were certainly the team that looked to be trying to at least they're not trying to equalise off they're trying to enforce the game Bournemouth have got their they've got their lead and sort of sat back which when is have in, they ever been clinical though in the last like there was a really interesting point which is uh not really match of the day's thing to come up with something interesting or intelligent. But Alan Shearer came up with something on Saturday evening where he was talking about Rashford. Mm-hmm. And he said if Rashford wants to be... Um, Johnny just saw Spurs' goal tonight, by the way. That's the most messed up thing I've ever seen. That's, that is, that's that, pure FIFA. That right is there. actually Spurs this season. Bang, crossbar. Harry Kane whacks the crossbar. Then somebody else heads it onto the crossbar. Or didn't he? That goes off for about another 30 seconds. Bang, crossbar. And then Cross, also Oh, then it goes in. That's if you gone. haven't seen that goal, by the way, it's Tottenham's first goal tonight in Belgrade. But yeah, he, he talked at Rashford and he was saying that if Marcus Rashford wants to become like a world-class out-and-out striker number nine, there was a chance from McTominay uh, outside the box where he strikes it and the goalkeeper saves it and palms it. Mm. Rashford's still watching McTominay and he's still standing on the edge of the box. He's not gambling. I remember when I was younger, Michael Owen was brilliant at that. Yeah, and we had an old coach. Uh, it was turning into Bambridge boys. You know, St. Patrick boys, and he would say to us, to the strikers, like gamble, like constantly run in at the goalkeeper. Regardless, just follow it in. Even if you think you're offside, follow it in. Cause you never know what's going to happen. Rashford's ball watching, and that is something he needs to add to his game. He can hit these forty yard free kicks once in a blue moon. He can score the odd penalty, and he might get the odd chance. 
But he's, but he's not. He doesn't gamble enough. But I don't think he's that. <clears throat> he's that type of player anyway. Like I don't think he's going to need can, to change his game to be like an out and out striker when he's not an out and out striker. He's a left sided player. But United need him to do that now. Martial surely. He doesn't do it either. Yeah, well they've got a problem like uh, Romelu Lukaku. Oh well, let him go, didn't they? Wasn't good enough, like to be honest. He wasn't. He wasn't good enough for Man United. Is what I mean. Sorry. He's a good striker, but he's not good enough for Man United. Do you think United Rashford's best position is out wide? Yeah. And keep him out wide. Yeah. I agree. He still though. He still. He still should gamble. Look at him for England when he plays there. But he still. He still should gamble when he's central. He still oh, yeah, should. And yeah, can no, coach, yeah, yeah. Can, I'm not saying that's not. I think Solskjaer and United coaching staff could coach <laughs> that into him. Yeah, it's just as you said, out and out striker, but. Uh, he should still have that in his game. Like look at Raheem Sterling, like he has it. Like, yeah. but when he's playing at England, he's playing with Kane, um, and he plays off like obviously another striker so well. But as you say, United don't really have that world class striker. I think his record's all right, isn't it? Though, I think for I mean, his age, compared I think I remember to, yeah, yeah reading about it. It's actually quite good. Mm-hmm. Imagine if he was like deadly clinical. Like, imagine the goals he would have. Exactly. Yeah. He'd be he he could be that world class striker that. Yeah, because he's got other parts of his game, like you know, he's quick and skillful, like and yeah, because England don't have a world class striker to be honest. <laughs> um, there was a uh, <laughs> goodness me, start already. There was a uh, there was an interesting snippet from um, Rory Smith on BBC Five Live on Saturday afternoon. Which one? There was a couple. There was a couple. There was one about uh, Eddie Howe and Atletico Madrid. Eddie Howe, interestingly, this this uh, pre season. Spent some time out in Madrid studying Atletico Madrid and Diego Simeone and how they set up defensively. Right. And Bournemouth, we sort of know as the team, sort of everyone's sort of like, oh, Bournemouth, you go down there, they'll play a little bit of nice football, they'll try to pass it around, they have this philosophy, so to speak, where. With score want... more than you? Yeah. And they've changed that this year. They've added the big, the big uh, Philip Billings from Huddersfield in, who shored them up a little bit in midfield. They're a bit more aggressive now. And you saw, you saw it on Saturday. They're happy enough to say to Manchester United, well, we've got the lead here. Come you and try and break us down and score. And Ake, solid at the back. Cook's very solid at the back. <coughs> and then, as I said, Billings in midfield. There was a different approach to Bournemouth this year. I thought it was quite interesting. He's turned that, changed his, way, his, his ways anyhow, because he can't just always stay at Bournemouth. The no. next step for him is to go to someone bigger. There's uh, there's that, always there's, there's a, always been talk of there's us. There's a team yeah. in North London that I think he, he if it, if if that manager up comes up for grab that spot he should certainly be looked at like I think he deserves the chance to be looked at. Brendan Rodgers he couldn't he could not do and, any worse <clears throat> than the current manager. Would you want to get into Arsenal now and get out of the way? Very briefly. Okay, let's go. Two hours later, let's go. Right, go. What do you want to ask me? Well. Um, tonight they drew one all with Victoria Guimaraes they're still qualified so you're happy enough you've day the day after rest against Leicester and oh now at the weekend we're going to get how do you think you'll go against Leicester I think we'll get beat like, I don't think anyone in this room believes we're going to beat Leicester see I I think you have a massive chance like, no, like you, know, you know what really annoyed me about the night look at your front three you know, but there's, a, there's no supply to the front three he brought on Guendouzi the night for why in a pointless game. You know, he's going to burn him out. He's doing my head on this. And then Donny Gavales, I don't know how long he's going to be out for. He's done his hamstring. So. But just... what I wanted to ask you was about Xhaka and that decision. <clears throat> like What, taking the captaincy off? Taking the captaincy off and then plus giving it to Aubameyang. Well, Aubameyang was face captain, so he was next in line. But 
he was right to take it off, Jack. Like, he told the fans to fuck off. Like, I don't care. Like, like realistically, like, what the fans done wasn't right. But his reaction was wrong as well because I think it was Martin Keown came out this week and said about how, like, Tony Adams and him and all used to get booed back in the day, but they didn't get on like that. But is that, is that not, like, when I looked at that, I thought, like, that is good management there, like... I think it's a positive step a, from... Yeah, yeah, I think, uh, like, is there a... Is, is this, long. like, a first step on the way back for Emery, like, is what I'm asking? Oh, hell no. No? He took way too long. What was it? Well, over a week, or what was it? He took the captaincy off and... Well, no, he took uh, three months too long. He shouldn't have ever give it to him in the first place. No, no, absolutely. He shouldn't have given it to him, and that's probably why Jack got a lot of criticism as well, because Emery put him in the spotlight being captain and fans were like what do you have but no like him Amri is I think Amri is gone really I think like you've lost you've lost faith in him well like I don't know if he's I don't yeah obviously don't but you're aware of who Arsh blog is like oh he's one of the best yeah yeah so like he put up a poll on Twitter yes on Sunday eighty one percent I think voted from the go wasn't eighty eight oh. of like must I, been I was five one of, figures I was one of them. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> I voted on that He's lost the fan base, like he's completely lost, and I think he's lost the dressing room now as well because Jack is a um, popular figure. What about Jagger? Like, is there a way back for him? From what I, the I don't know if it's not confirmed or anything, but apparently Jagger wants to leave, and the club will be getting rid of him in January. He's clearly got sort of problems. Like, I, don't, I don't hate the guy. Like, listen, no, I, you can't. Yeah. I don't hate him. I'm, I wouldn't. You know, say stuff to him the way some people online do. Like, but he's just not good enough for Arsenal. And the fact that really pisses me off that when we signed him, we could have signed N'Golo Kante for cheaper, and we decided to say Shaka. Like, now I can't get into Chelsea's team. But we we brought like we were bringing all this talk of Jack coming in, like he was going to shoot up the midfield and he was going to be that real defensive player who's going to break up play and start play again for us. And he just hasn't lived up to it. It hasn't worked out for him. That just happens sometimes. Yeah, but he's never been good. Like, no, he's, he's, he's been, it's never not because of this. Like, he's never he's never been good for us. And like, he's a good squad player, but he shouldn't be one of your starting centre midfielders. Absolutely not. No, no I'm not your captain. And like, I don't know really. <clears throat> well, he'll move on probably to like Italy or somewhere stupid like that. Like, but I think his Arsenal career is over. I think it was over like two years ago, maybe more. He just hasn't been good enough. Unfortunately, that's the way it goes. Like, but I'm not gonna sit here and cry about the whole nah. thing. Or, um. There's a couple of managers obviously in the frame. Just before we talk more about Arsenal, something came into my head. Arsenal Wenger to Bayern Munich. I'd love to see it. Would you be on the Bayern Munich train then for Champions League glory? Wouldn't that be pretty sweet? As long as it doesn't beat us in the final. <coughs> but if Arsene Wenger, say, were to beat Manchester City in the final of the Champions League and win the Champions League with well, Bayern Munich. Well, that would Munich. be good. But, like, I, I don't really... Like, obviously you have to look at Wenger's managerial career as a whole, but, like... To go for a manager who absolutely decked twice um, during the Champions League campaigns is a weird thing. It's a bit... It's, 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 yeah, it's a bit like this hitting though at Chelsea. I don't think Chelsea played against him. I'm not using that. But, you know, getting someone really experienced, get him in the steady the ship um, until the end of the season. And, like, who better? If you want someone in for a couple of months, they can't get you up Hankers again. The man really had a heart attack last time he was in. His wife literally told him, "You're not going back to that club." I think if you, yeah, if you go, um, if you go Allegri, like it's more of a long term commitment. I think at this stage, um, likewise think, and 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 sort of money wise with Mourinho, I don't think style wise it suits either. Um, if you're looking at options now, probably to the end of the season, probably 
Wenger is the one, but I don't think Wenger would do an end of the season. Wenger is going to go into start a new project to be there for a while. Not the way he was with Arsenal or anything near it, like, but he'll want to be in to start build the team again and get because he misses football. He's even come out and said he misses being. I wish he was on BT or Sky. <coughs> yeah, because he's on is it, Yeah, it's being sports he's with. Isn't yeah, it? but like, I think you were saying about like a, I think you mentioned it there, but it'd be funny like if Arsenal got back into the Champions League next year and he was there and he dicked us five on like you know how funny that. It would be very yourselves. <laughs> but like it would be just typical, yeah. But Wenger was let down by a number of different things in his last few years at Arsenal and apparently he's writing the book at the minute and I can't wait to read it. I'll be definitely buying that. Mm-hmm. Just on Arsenal then, there's another Ten Hag at Ajax and we're going to talk about Ajax in a bit because last night was mental. Mm-hmm. Um, he's one obviously is going to be looked at no doubt at coming yeah, in yeah. the season. He said I think that he's not leaving Ajax till the end of the season which is fair enough. Um, maybe it's a case of Arsenal say uh, Emery out you go Arsenal come in and steady the ship here for a couple of months and then bring back thing. That'd be a madness. Oh, Freddie Lundberg, Freddie Lundberg. Ten Hag has been looked at at Bayern Munich because he used to be a youth coach there. But is he one that you think Arsenal should definitely get to have a chat with, or is he one you've looked at? Or I, yeah, I'd love to have him. I gets pissing me off all this Mourinho talk. Um, you see, if you ever see any Arsenal fans online that are saying Mourinho in, they're just they're not real Arsenal fans. And to be honest, they're probably just some goon like. God knows where. Just in case anyone that did our poll there and voted for Mourinho, Johnny doesn't mean to call his all goons. Like, uh, he's just, you <laughs> but know. like, why would we have a prehistoric dinosaur like who <laughs> has insulted our club and our greatest ever manager on multiple occasions, like saying our fans cried because we beat him one time and all this here type of shit? Like, you're absolutely right. Like, it would be ridiculous, but it would be so Arsenal like to do that. Like. It would be so there, Arsenal. There, get it. Like, are... You have to say that that it, that wouldn't surprise you about the board. They'd, like, they'd, they'd lose. They'd lose the fan base. The problem, you know, they absolutely would. Like, there's no way any real Arsenal fan would have Mourinho. No way. And his football's so negative. Now, he's not Mourinho when he was at Chelsea. He's first not. Time. The first time, yeah, even the second time he won the league, he's like, but Man said he just... Arguably his best team was that Inter team that won the treble. Yeah, he's not that manager anymore. I don't want him. Like, what's the point? That's just kind of having a bit of a slight upgrade in Una Emery, but he'll come in and he'll steady the boat for a while and, and performances will improve, but just be the same shit that happened with United. Would you yeah. have Eddie Howe? Yeah, I'd have him before I'd have Mourinho. He's I think Eddie Howe deserves a chance. He's got to play better football than Mourinho is, like, let's be honest. Why would you want that shit then? Absolute dick knob trying to come in and prove the fact that I can win a trophy with a third English club. Nah, mate, why you go to fucking Everton or Crystal Palace and try and do it? Prove I don't want him at the Blues. Imagine the Derby then. Absolutely <laughs> hateful. But that's the thing, he just set up for a nil-nil draw just to say, I stopped Liverpool from scoring. That's Piss off, Mourinho. You're not um, coming to the Arsenal. End of story. Ten Hag would be the, the one who like suits what Arsenal, you know, say well they've lost their sort of identity now, like. Yeah, like But the the the, the Arsenal Wenger Arsenal like is, is like he'd be the closest to your lately. Yeah, the Arsenal Wenger Arsenal's long gone, which is sad. I think Atalanta have equalised against Man City and you absolutely love to see it. What the yes. stick that up your onion bag that pep. Lollipop kit there. Uh, That's yeah. coming on Sunday. The pain yeah. train's coming, Pep. Man said you're through, I don't know. Who cares? Um, I know what you mean about Mourinho, but there is also... No. We're not even going to get into it. He's not coming. 
I don't want them. Nobody no, I know you them. don't want them, but there like, could be so many. No, there nobody wants them. There's some United fans that want Rainio back. Like, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm a I know. I know <laughs> one. I know one that has been to every Manchester United Cup final from I think it's 1984. He goes to so many games. I have a lot. This is one I was talking about the other day when I said I prefer Man my United to win the league than Man City fans. He's one of the reasons why because I've been so much respect for him. He would have Mourinho back in a heartbeat. He said United should never got rid of him. He should got rid of Pogba first. And they shouldn't have given it to Oli because Oli's a yes man. This is Oli going to Solskjaer now who's a cult hero for them. The problem is that they say he wasn't backed properly. I know I know he was back in terms of money, like, but who he wanted, in and out probably, um, he didn't get control. Like. Well, and he's toxic though. Like, look, look at what happened with him in his last play with Chelsea. Look at, what, look at the way he got on. Like. He got real frustrated because... City got unreal and we're winning the league and he just can't handle it and then he's saying finishing soccer. There, there's something about him though I just have this I don't know if he, I don't think he's going to go to Arsenal so I'll not wind you up anymore Well the, it, was, it came out there was surfacing again today like, Yeah Which is there, There's something about him I think he just has it in him <coughs> that he go to someone and get very close to winning a European Cup again and he'll have a team in, in, a, in one of the big leagues, he'll go to someone in one of the big leagues that he maybe hasn't been to yet, and he'll back to any of his teams, unless Real Madrid really fall away. And he'll ha- he'll ha- he has something in him that he'll, he'll do it again. What about Spurs? Because, well... There's, like, he's been heavily negative with them as well. He, he, he got but, really, really negative Manchester United, sorry, Brenton. He got really, really negative Manchester United, but there was a time again where he had that magic back at Chelsea, where I was like thinking... Oh, for fuck, he's going to end up winning and dominating the game <laughs> he's a winner like, he is a winner he like, cost yeah. Liverpool the league title that year like people I know I've said it before not annoyed at Brendan Rodgers that was more about getting rid of Steven Gerrard and people were saying oh Rodgers should have, should have just shut the shop against uh, Jose Mourinho that time at Anfield and just took the draw but Rodgers was paralysed because of the way Mourinho set his team up it was it was negative but it was it was heartbreaking but if you look at it as a neutral it was beautifully negative like it was just like He's not going to beat us today, lads. It was now, brilliant. Like. It was absolutely, tactically, it's one of one of his finest. Like He just yeah. shut Anfield down. He killed it off. He got the 2-0 win and he was delighted with it. And if she was in the other foot, I would be championing that as one of one of my team's greatest performances away from home. Stevie George's dreams. But like, oh, another man. thing why I wouldn't take him, like, it's very obvious he's only doing it for himself. For his own ego. He's not, he's not, he wouldn't come to Arsenal to try and make Arsenal a great club again. He wants to do it so he can say it. I've won trophies with three English teams. Why would you want a manager like that? He's only got comfort. What happens years. though to pay devil's advocate? If, and look, I've, I don't like him as much as you, Johnny, because he hates Liverpool just as much. If he so, goes though... And he wins. You win the league or something under him where you just get in the Champions League, win the Champions League. What are you going to say then? I thought I'm going to get me 2-0. What the... Fl- what are uh, you, do you know what I mean? Because I've had these like. thoughts. Because like, if Klopp leaves and he's still out there and he's not on a, a job, they're going to be like... Jose Mourinho in at Liverpool it's going to be linked and I'm going to be asked these questions and you're thinking what if he were to win would you sacrifice the Arsenal way and the vision and already, it's already gone the Arsenal way is already gone but it can be, would, you, would you sacrifice it even more to win a Champions League and a Premier League on a Jose Mourinho yes you would like Johnny you would like I would happily I love to bet Jurgen Klopp like I love him not more than Sarah but he's close like and like <clears throat> If he were to go, but Jose Mourinho came in and we were to win all around us, like I'd just be like, oh, you know, I'm, 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 I'm going to reply with a typical Lars and Banger response. 
I didn't see it. I need to look at it again. <laughs> Johnny Wenger. <laughs> That's a good answer, actually. Wenger in. It's a. Uh, it's that thing. It's like, do you wanna do you wanna win, um, beautifully but not win everything, or do you wanna win nasty and win everything? Like it's. I wanna win. You wanna win everything, like I I want I love when Liverpool are shit houses and games and win sneakily, like and don't I love that, like you know what I mean. You don't no, that's not that's not get it wrong. Like obviously, Wenger changed Arsenal to his way, the Arsenal way. But before Wenger, there changed was the Premier League. There was one nil to the Arsenal. League. Well, there was, yeah, 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 <laughs> like, yeah. I never, obviously, I can't remember those. Those were well before I can remember anything. Like, but like a lot of older fans can remember that, and obviously these boys have just gone on Twitter just for the social part of it. But they're always telling fans to shut up, and like they had some of their best years supporting Arsenal when they won one nil and just scrapped wins like that. Like so, I don't know. Uh, I haven't seen it. I'll have to look at it again. <laughs> Sorry, um, Bretton. Hello. What's the crack with Chelsea last night? Chaotic. Like, last week with the 5 all on field, and we had our moments, right? It was Bantosaurus Rexes all around us. Did we talk about that last week? We did, yeah. Good, Come we're going to talk about it again. And then, last night, you was going to do that. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Tell me this now, though. Were Chelsea held big time by the referee? Now, I haven't seen I haven't seen any of that. I was listening to it on the radio coming home. And I, mean, I, was, I go first. They were all like, What's going on? Like that wasn't a penalty and whatever, and that wasn't a red card. I don't know. Like so, I honestly haven't seen any of it. Like it was a penalty. Mm-hmm. Uh, he sent Daily Blind off for a ta- so Daily Blind slips, gets back up, and absolutely rinses Tammy Abraham's and tackle. Referee plays advantage. The ball breaks to Christian Pulisic. He cuts inside and he shoots. It hits Veltman, Veltman's hand inside the box. Right. It's a penalty. Unless you're Martin Atkinson. Was it, was it down like this? Like hands back? Doesn't no, matter in the Champions League. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But like you know like. It was but actually. It, it was like here, and he and he went to Gatwick. Do you know the way, like you see, like the wee man on the toilet doors, like oh, the stick man. No, like, no, his arm was bent. All right, okay. Um, people that are obviously listening to this as it's a podcast, uh, yeah. you'll not know what we're doing. But go not back great to, listening. Anyway, his arm was <laughs> unless you're Martin Atkinson referee Liverpool, and you don't give him a penalty for anything. And um, it was in like a right angle. Phillips yeah, doing here on a right the, angle. The ball hit his hand. <laughs> penalty, grand penalty. Referee had played advantage. Remember, so he goes back. <laughs> And he gives Dilly Blind his second yellow card and sends him off for Mince and Tommy Abrahams, right? Okay. Then he sends Veltman off for his second yellow card for handling the ball for a penalty. And this is what we were talking about this earlier, me and Brendan. I think the referee there... Now, if that was Liverpool, send all the Ajax players off. But I think the referee there, looking at it, possibly should have went... I'm looking at this as a neutral, should have went... Right, maybe I'm, I'm unloading too much here. I don't think Veltman should have been sent off. No. A penalty's enough. Yeah, uh, like, uh, the way I saw it at the time was, obviously... Get them off! It, it was pure limbs, like, everywhere. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, <laughs> Pat and Brent's going mad in there. But um, the Veltman one, I thought... Because all, after he gave the penalty and he sent Daily Blind off, the Ajax players obviously went nuts. Yeah, you thought it was descent. And I thought it was for descent, the second yellow yeah. for descent, and I thought, that's perfectly understandable. But then, UEFA came out and said, the second yellow was for a handball, which... They probably shouldn't have done, and it also doesn't really make sense. Like I, I know what you mean. Like, it can it can allow a player to go on, still give a penalty, and still give a second yellow. That's fine. Like, mm. but you can't give both yellows. No, I don't think you can. Like, was now, I've just heard and read this. I don't know if it's true. I haven't said it. Was Daly then fouled before the Tommy Abraham tackle? 
No, he, no, he wasn't fouled. He uh, he just got shouldered to the ground. He wasn't fouled though, but you could tell he was like, you know, grinding his teeth. He was raging because Pulisic had just went, biff them off. like I was, I was listening to the radio like when Chelsea scored the fifth goal, <laughs> and they were all going mental, and then they were like, "Oh, it's been disallowed," and I laughed. I laugh, Brenton, because you know what? We don't get to play in the Champions League, and I'm glad. I'm glad that goal could take it off. He used to have not one of the greatest comebacks in Champions League history. Um, <coughs> uh, I'll say this: Chelsea were obviously massively helped by the two sentences off. If that hadn't happened, I would have strolled that game. They were, For sixty minutes, they were great. Uh, Ajax looked unbelievable. Yeah, they came out obviously bruised by Chelsea beating them at home. Um, and just played a completely different um, style, the, the, not a different style, but uh, aggression. Um, they were far more aggressive going forward. Um, and did Spurs just score? Son just scored, and he's just like made a sort of an apology saying to ah. the camera, that's probably for Andre Gomez. Anyway, <coughs> go back to what you were talking about. Um, and Chelsea couldn't deal with it. Um, defensively, at home especially, they still look dodgy. Um, Cabot didn't have a great night. Um, a bit of luck as well with a couple of the Irish what, goals. What, was but part of it a bit of youthful naivety? <clears throat> probably, yeah. Um, I mean, you can excuse that. Like. I, yeah, wa- I wonder if, if Ajax had won that game, would Brendan be wearing his Ajax top night? He's wearing, he's wearing a Chelsea top. I was going to actually text him and say when it was 4 1 Diax. It was a draw, I've got to have half of <laughs> When it was 4 1 Diax, I was tempted to text him saying, if you don't want that Ajax top, I will tell you. <laughs> um, also, we had texted in, in our WhatsApp group, folks, myself and Brenton, during the day yesterday about how great it was to be in the Champions League. And then at one point, Ajax were, were dicking Chelsea, and Liverpool were drawn with Genk, and I was like, he's absolutely scuttled us here. We're going to get Because then Genk almost went 2 1 up. I was like, we're going to get beat by Gank and then I'm going to get beat by Axe and Johnny's going to absolutely roast us. I was but literally too busy to even, you know, consider that you'd wear a lady yesterday. Like, I, no, was, I, I was flat out. But so then, that's a change, you were working hard for us. I was. But then, hard. actually, at, at, at 4-1 down, uh, there was half an hour left and I said, if we get one now, you know, I, I believe we could draw. And that was at, when we both had 11 men. Um, But that's the other thing about, you say, the youthful naivety. When Chelsea... Um, got their second goal. It was like great to see, like Frank Lampard's Chelsea youth believing and just going for it, youthful naivety, but in a good way. Um, just piling boys forward. Um, Reece James came off the bench at half time and was superb. Alonso, I think, has probably lost his place for a while because he was shite in the first half. Um, their goals came from down his side. Um, and Hudson and I came on made a massive difference as well. Um, and that like I, I fear that there would have been more a lot more criticism and a lot more negativity if Chelsea had lost that game even 4-3 but they've probably got away like a Lampard what if they had lost at 5-4 after Alvarez in the 85th minute yeah and also yeah fair play to X because they came out when they had 9 men and tried to win the game <laughs> and played out from the back played through the Chelsea midfield and nearly scored what kind of Formation did they play when they were down the nine men? Like that's what I'm wondering. Like they just stick like four at the back and just stick everybody else. I don't even run. know the three at the back. They didn't go four at the back. He didn't. Go no, four. no, he didn't, didn't. Set four. He kept three. And they'd lost their two centre halves, man. Mm. They'd lost developments on Daily Blind. They played something like three, two, three. What guys? 
Yeah, it was like three two three. That's who you want as your next Arsenal manager. Yeah, Someone to do that. You gotta go like come out of Stamford Bridge with a four four draw. Spurs and Son are now running riot in Belgrade. That's a that's a good win for Spurs. Um, to win away in Belgrade probably probably will more or less guarantee them going through now in the group stage. Um, but yeah, last night was mental (coughs) at the bridge. Not so we'll touch on a bridge. Not so much at Anfield. Al Boarfest. Yeah. He's uh, winning the score. 1-2-1 in the end. Uh, to be fair to Genk, they should have waited equalise when we could see it from Alisson. Just draw a game or something? No, just no we're winning every game for the rest of the season. I would imagine we did the Invincible and beat you's bad point. Johnny, you <laughs> may go on holiday, son, because I am coming <laughs> for you, bio. You're not going to, your, your run's coming down in this It morning. is, aye. Um, <laughs> it's last night. Everyone just looked like, even the fans, sort of looked like they were just sort of like, right, get this through and get on the Sunday was your dad there? he was there he's in the cop yeah he, he's bought the wee man his first Liverpool baby girl god help him I know um, but yeah it's pretty rest of players like. rest of players one player probably I'm hoping he's forced his way into the team on Sunday was actually a Chamberlain yeah. that's that's four goals in five games now and he he scored he scored he's play, he played number nine last night he played up front and played really well so um, I'm hoping this is his chance now to get starting. Uh, it's good to see him playing so well now he's moved to a big club. But um, <laughs> he he will he out of the three in midfi- the two in midfield himself and Kaita, he's the one sort of enforced himself. Mm. Kaita, I think when Navi Kaita at times I'm not sure if you've seen it but a lot of fans sort of are split on him on social media because on oh, no Navi Kaita, sorry. No. Because he signed for fifty odd million and everyone thought he was gonna be the next big thing and and then it's, it's performance. And it took him so long to come. Is his performance are really, really criticised rather than people just enjoying him for having a, a standard game where he just keeps things ticking. You know they're expecting him to score two goals, set up three, yeah. and be man of the match every week. It's it's quite harsh on him. Last night I thought he was very good. Yeah, that's the idiot. So he did, it like is that. like he just. I think Antelada have scored again. This is fantastic. He just keeps things tick <clears throat> things ticking over. Um, and that's what Liverpool sort of need at times. Yeah. Oh, oh Brighton, Salamander, or anybody. I would. Is Alisson going off injured? No. Just not playing. Bravo, did he not just start? I don't think so. Oh, yeah, he was on the bench. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll update you on this. Um, um, can I just say something? I would be really disappointed if Klopp did not play Oxley Chamberlain at the weekend. I would actually nearly say that. He's bottling a little bit if he doesn't play. Oh, woof. Um, instead of Henderson? Yes. I want them, I want the Ox to play. But because Liverpool are really still <clears throat> managing this knee of his. Yeah, but... But I think he's good to go. He's good to go. Like He's played... You know, he's made enough appearances now. He's well, injured, by the way. Oh. Ederson is. Yeah. Right, there you go. Like there, That and... You know, Man City are coming to Anfield and they're weakened massively. Klopp needs to, you know, go at them. Like, instead of being sort of reserved, and uh, you are more reserved, like, if you play Henderson, Wijnaldum and Fabinho, like, mm-hmm. than you are if you play Oxley Chamberlain and completely link your whole team, like, by doing that. that, that like, we talked about it, like, two or three weeks ago, the, the link between midfield and and the forward players and, and how Henderson and Wijnaldum don't really have that. Um, it's not well, it's not one of their major strengths. Whereas actually Chamberlain 
it's it's probably his main strength and he can get in on goals which he has done in basically every game he's played this season so I would be really disappointed in Klopp if he didn't play him like I think what do you think? He's haven't kept a clean sheet though in a while isn't That's uh, like, not since Sheffield doesn't in matter way. Uh, but it does matter when you're playing a team like Man City how does it like because by playing we've conceded team, less man. goals than them. Hmm? We've conceded less goals than them this season. I know, but they they are capable of scoring three, four goals against teams when they're at it. Like, yeah. like same as yourselves. Like. But do you think playing Henderson instead of playing Oxley Chamberlain is going to make that much of a difference to that game? But or like, do you not think Oxley Chamberlain playing is going to make more of a difference to Liverpool scoring more goals than... Has Henderson not really got a different sort of role in midfield than what the Oxford have? Because... Yes. I don't know where, so, what sorry. where the Ox would actually play in that midfield three. Like he would who, play would, who would he take out? Like? He would you it would be Henderson, I think, because Gene Wijnaldum... Um, you just drop Wijnaldum slightly and move Oxford Chamberlain further forward. It's a big game, like like he is really he's been back for a while. Like, I, but, I would like Ox to play because like you know I I love I love Ox. Like I just he just he's been such a breath of fresh air for our fan base. Like he, he does everything he can to just um keeps people smiling or whatever when he's in change room. You heard the whole story about when he did his knee, he didn't want any of the squad knowing how serious it was. So they thought he'd just hurt his knee, he wasn't gonna be out he was gonna be out for a few months. But he'd actually done it really badly. He'd absolutely blew his knee to bits. And he didn't want them knowing until after the final in Kiev because he didn't want any of them thinking about him. He just wanted them full focused and things like that there. Um, I'm sure he was unreal in the Arsenal dressing room at times as well. Like I know he left, but I'm sure he was at times a fan I know he was a fan favourite for a while, like and he Seems to have got on very well, Austin. But I would love him to play because he does add a little bit of difference. He's a goal scoring threat from midfield, which the other three three aren't. Why not? Them scores with three hundred goals for Holland, and he can't seem to score. We well, scored last night, but he, he can't seem to score in a run for Liverpool. The only thing is, um, the the midfield three of Henderson, Wijnaldum and Fabinho are Klopp's trusted lieutenants, mm. and what they don't they're not they're not expected to create anything. They're expected to do the running in midfield. And when you have those two, especially Henderson one side and Ronaldo the other, the two full-backs then are involved more because they know they're going to get the cover. When you add Oxley chamberlain into that, there, you get more of an attacking sense than you would with Jordan Henderson. But he said himself last night, Oxley chamberlain he needs to focus. He needs to be better on his defensive side. You wouldn't have seen the match last night because um, well, you were working, Jonathan, respect. And Brenton, you were watching the man at Stamford Bridge. But there's a part in the second half where James Milner was playing left-back and Oxley Chamberlain obviously just doesn't track back on his man. And Milner eventually wins a throw in down in our half and he goes ballistic at Ox. He goes ballistic at him. Completely chews him out. You can hear it in the microphone, completely chews him out, because he wasn't tracking back. And that's something you won't get from Henderson because you know he'll put that in. Yeah. Even Alana against Aston Villa played the number six role on Saturday. He bossed himself constantly tracking over. That'll come from Ox though. Yeah, but I like I don't think you yeah. Like, I think if you're Klopp on Sunday, mm-hmm. you go, you come out and you go gung-ho against Man City. You, you force them back and you get... I would like us to rip them to bits on yeah, Sunday. Yeah, you get goals. Um, and then if you want, like, you can change it. You bring Henderson in and then shore up a bit. Um, but I think, you know, they're coming to your home turf. You want to sort of impose yourself on them. That's that's what we I saw. Think. Again, Spurs this when they came down for a couple of weeks ago, they were quite good at times. Um, especially start of the first half, Liverpool were into it. 
And then the start of the second half, Son had that chance and sort of woke Liverpool up. Liverpool ended up with like 26 shots on target. Spurs only had three in the end. Liverpool really took over that game. I want to see that from Liverpool on Sunday. I want to see them really go after Man City. It's at Anfield. Put a marker down. You have a chance to go nine points clear. Exactly. Like, and City are vulnerable at this stage. They're not going to be as vulnerable come the second game. I think as well, uh, what do you make of the attempt at mind games this mm-hmm. week? For the, the build-up, what do you think, Johnny? Well, what Pep said about Liverpool? Yeah, Klopp replied. Oh, I haven't heard Klopp. I heard what Pep said. Like, <clears> I didn't hear what Klopp said. What did Klopp say? Um, well, Pep obviously said that... Um, Basically he called you cheaters. Like. Yeah, and it was... I I got to listen to that firsthand on Saturday. Oh, I'm um, sure you loved it. So, <laughs> I got to hear... Like, I got to hear that first. And I was listening to that thinking... Uh, I'm not going to pop this out. No. Like, you know what? I, I did. Screw him, the baldy kid. <laughs> I, I did in the end. Um, but I was thinking, What? And he definitely does say he. He's talking about Sadio Mane. Like, Ely Barber uh, definitely asked him. He's, ta- he's talking about Sadio Mane as a diver. And he says, obviously, a, a one for player two. Which is fair enough. It, it, he does go down easy. Like, let's, let's he, does, like, like, he does. There's, like, there's, there's no... There's but no there's but hundreds of players go down easy. No, no, there is. like, But obviously, he's highlighted more because he's playing for a big club and they're in the spotlight so much. But, um, you know, it started their referees to book him with the dome. Also, <laughs> like... It's not a dive. He was actually there was contact on Saturday, but listen, we're not getting into Martin Jackson and Var. I'll end up headbutting that table. Now, Dela Ferry, where's your diver? <laughs> Even like, and I like him, but Ricardson and Everton, I, like, you notice that game on Sunday? He's really, Holy shit, that near one. He, he really, he really <clears throat> falls a lot. Klopp replied anyway. We sidetracked there with um. I don't want to talk about Man City. Uh, I'm not let's, in the mood. To talk about. I'm not talking about Man. The, the, I'm not in the mood to talk about Man City, and I think it was their tactical files. Then he went to move on, so he dropped that wee line in. So it has been the, these two men. Like when they were playing the Champions League in June, one of the first phone calls Klopp got was to the new physio at Liverpool because he was the Man City physio up until January last year. Right. And it was Pep Guardiola ringing, and he said, "I don't know if you've heard this clearly, but the way the two lads were looking at me, they have." And he said, I think I can't remember his name, but he he said, uh, yeah, and okay, two seconds, and he said, and he asked for Klopp, and the man handed the phone over to Klopp, and it was Pep Guardiola, had rang to say congratulations, a couple of really nice words, um, he's fully deserved it, brilliant team this year, blah blah blah. So he phoned the physio. He phoned the physio to get speaking to Klopp in while they were in the change rooms in Madrid. Oh right, okay, right, like immediately after the game. Immediately after the game, right? Um, so there is a there's a sort of a friend friendliness there, but because of the way. Because now Liverpool are Man City's big rivals this year, and I think because we're ahead of them, Pep now has sort of resorted into right, I need to sort of find a way. Shithouse. I do not man you know what I'm like. You know I'm a shithouse. I love shithousery. So I'm not gonna sit here and I wanna headbutt Pep Guardiola, but I respect him for it. <laughs> but the only thing is, I think he's picked on the wrong Liverpool player to say that about. Mm. I think if he'd have said that about Mo Salah. You might have got a reaction as Salah. You sort of feel with Salah that he plays a bit on emotions, but you're going to speak to the OG Sadio Mane. You're going to be. I think you're going to be in big trouble because you just have the, the Mane has the, the feel about him where he's just like, well, I'll show you. I have. I, yeah, wait, you saw it when he when he got taken off mm-hmm. that game that Salah didn't pass him the ball. He he saw his reaction then. Yeah, he is the one that <coughs> Liverpool have needed people the most. He's the one that constantly steps up in big games, and like he scored the winner. And he set up the equaliser on Saturday. And then when he was asked uh, afterwards about it, um, did he think Liverpool were, were ever not going to win that game? He went, no, I knew we were going to win it. 
Just that's that sort of mentality. I think I know what Pep's trying to do. He's trying to upset that. I don't think it's not going to work, but I think it might be Sadio Mane be like, I'll show you, Pep. I hope he scores and I hope he does the Suarez dive that Suarez did on Moyes. You know, I, I like that. We need a bit of crack in football here. like But, uh, but uh, uh, absolutely in the title race, you need a bit of this. Like, you, no, need... you, you have to. Like, you can't be mates now. No, well. You have to. I, and I, I, I don't want Klopp to go full Kevin Keegan here. And you want people to, you know, be able to pick sides properly. Like, yeah, like, um, one of the best, like, Premier League title races was between your set, uh, Arsenal and Manchester United. Yeah, for for years. But there was one in particular, Um, it was the year that uh, United actually won John O'Shea, chipped, I think. No, that was the press. Neyman, was it? Right. That's that's the year the beat our unbeaten record and our unbeaten home record. That was the I, I yeah, but there was such animosity that year. And the other fans wonder why he hates you. <laughs> do you know what I mean? That's you need that like and and how do you think uh, Sunday will go? John, I've I've no I've honestly no idea. Like both teams can win it. It really depends. Like like you said, if Liverpool come out and absolutely annihilate. I think the the midfield. Is so important, like the the starting elevens. Obviously, like I'm um, sounding stupid, but like they're gonna make or break, especially Liverpool. Oh, my goodness, Man City don't really have a choice, like in who they can play at the minute. Um, here and there tonight, that Addison got injured. He's away. That was a shocking tackle before. Um, red card in the Zagreb and Shakhtar next game. Obviously, defensively, they're struggling for players. I just think uh, Liverpool at f- like absolute full strength. Like you know, they're they're not missing anyone. La- last year when they came to Anfield, um, it was early on this time of the year. I think it finished nil nil. But I'm just speaking personally here myself. I sort of was like, oh, they're so good this season, Man City. There was a bit of like, oh no, I'm not looking forward to this at all. I I. It sounds arrogant. I can't. I can't wait for Sunday because, and I'll probably eat my words. That's that's what happens when you try and say something. I think we'll smash them on Sunday. I think it's gonna be one of the like the game two years ago. I don't think. I think it's gonna be more like that game. Yeah, the game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Three. Yeah. I. I think. I think we'll put a marker down. I think. People it's laugh a, I mean, at it all the time. Like... People laugh all the time about it and slag it because Klopp uses it as the mentality monsters, right? But see after that Barcelona game and even going on and winning the Champions League, they're they're just they're this Liverpool team feel a bit different. Like we when they were getting beat on Saturday when it was one 0 and Aston Villa were very good for it, there was no panic. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I I was listening to it. there was no panic in Liverpool and Ian Dennis and Chris Waddle were saying it, they just keep going here and if you listen to the Aston Villa players afterwards, John McGinn I think was saying he was saying afterwards it was relentless. He said we couldn't get out. They just wouldn't stop. They just kept coming and kept coming. And that's, that's a different side. We've seen Klopp's Liverpool team be gung-ho one week and be dirt the next week. You know, But it's changed now. The mentality's changed since winning in Madrid last year. And that's why I think we'll have the upper hand. I'm not saying that the tight race will be over. Certainly not. There's a long way to go. And don't sleep on Chelsea or, or Leicester. Like I'm, I said this in our WhatsApp group. Leicester have the feeling that Rodgers' Liverpool team had. Do you know what I mean? We don't have them talking about them enough yet this year. We might talk about them <laughs> after this weekend. When they play Arsenal. <laughs> when they play Arsenal. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I don't think they'll beat Arsenal. I'm going to say that there. But we might talk about them a bit more. I wouldn't sleep in those two teams either. Because if those two teams win at the weekend, it'll not be nine points. It'll be nine points to Man City. But there's other teams in this tight race. So I, do, I don't like that. I don't like hearing that. 
that the league will be over if Liverpool win at the weekend. Likewise, if Man City win, I don't think Liverpool will buckle. It'll just mean, let's get the pressure down again and go again. Yeah. But, uh, as neutrals, you're probably hoping for an unreal game. I'll take a scrappy 1-0. Yeah, game. I just want one penalty to win 1-0. I just want one of those. Um, I don't think, you know, as much as you said there, like I don't think, you know, Leicester and Chelsea are going to bridge that gap at all. Like, um, and... I'd rather Liverpool win at the Man City, so I'm hoping for an entertaining Liverpool win. Like, um, I'd prefer Leicester to win the league, to be perfectly honest. Ah, but that's not going to happen. Like. You said it wouldn't happen in 2016, no? I didn't say it. Well, you might have said it. Really. <laughs> I definitely said it. <laughs> um, no, I, like, I think they'll finish in the top four, but I don't think they'll win I it like that. Hmm? I think they will as well. Do you think the current top four will be the top four at the end of the season? <clears throat> Probably. Like, if anyone's going to Let's drop... Let's be honest, I thought Everton going to break the top six. Like, so what the fuck, Titus? <laughs> if uh, We thought Wolves We're going to well. about Everton Spurs in two seconds. It, and uh, if anyone's going to drop out at the minute of the top four, it's going to be Chelsea and not Leicester. Like. So... But Chelsea, the only thing that's going to let Chelsea down, if anything, will be their inexperience. But it doesn't seem to be bothering them so nah, far. No, you can't really see it <laughs> happening, unfortunately. Is that another red card? Yeah, and I... Uh, Shakhtar had a player sent off to even it up. Is this red card's going over here? Leicester are um, yeah. they're very interesting this year. I like them. I love playing with them in FIFA by their great. Rogers has got them ticking like to his credit. He's got them playing really, really well. Do you think they'll get ripped to pieces in the summer? Depend like some players, James Madison will be what, what about manager? I don't know where he would go. Well, your, Arsenal? Your cousin there? Nah, I don't I don't think so. I think Arsenal. <laughs> what do you mean? He wouldn't go to Arsenal, or Arsenal wouldn't go after him? Um, no. <laughs> yeah. Ah, let me just want to say it. He wouldn't go to Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think um, to be honest, Emery will be gone, and there will be a new manager in before that. <clears throat> Probably. That's what I think. Like. I think he would one hundred and ten percent leave Leicester for Arsenal in the summer. If he was offered it, yeah. If 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 now, if Brandon Rodgers got top four and Arsenal finished outside the top six. He would still go to Arsenal. I I know it. Is that conference league shape next year? Yeah. Ah oh, balls! I was hoping we'd finish like seventh or something, but there's no hope. What? You still think he would? There. Yeah, I, I think he. It's to manage Arsenal. Like I, I get, look. No disrespect to Leicester. They won the league in two thousand sixteen. Mm. They're a great side for a neutral to follow. They have the ultimate shit house and Jimmy Vardy up front. <laughs> what a guy! Uh, what a guy! Like <laughs> apart well. We were racist, but apart from that, um, oh the celebrations God. are absolutely. Oh, he's off. Absolutely, he is um, off. Wild and fantastic. We think Claudio Bravo has been sent off as well. He has. Imagine for Man City. Imagine that mean he was suspended for the Premier League game as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're trying to say the player died, but no, that would never happen against Man City. But oh. I, I, I do think um, Rogers would take take the Arsenal job if he got offered it. Even under those circumstances. Yeah. yeah. It's Arsenal, like. That's a day. I'm not just saying this because Johnny's here, but it is. It's Arsenal over. No, I um, Leicester. And Leicester are brilliantly run clubs. They had such horrible last yeah. tragedy last year, and the way they rallied around that family and the club rallied around. They're a brilliant club to look at on the outside, but they're not Arsenal. But. I even think clubs, you would go to Spurs. Clubs have to. Oh God, I would hate it if you want Spurs. I think clubs have to Spurs start so, somewhere, too. like if you know what I mean, like you know. Rogers could be the start of 
I know it sounds ridiculous, like, but it could be the start of like a a period of Leicester dominance in the top four, like, you or see, you know, <coughs> why would he go to Spurs? Though? I would. <laughs> no, but like right off, why would he? Because like Leicester and Spurs are on the same level. <laughs> why would he go to Arsenal then? Because we're a level above. Are you? How we not? Not currently. Like. Not currently, but because of league places and stuff, and finishing. No, like league places, is like obviously not. Like, I used to get this Liverpool fan. Why would people go to Liverpool? You Leicester won the league and you haven't. Well, I would just say, well, obviously you were bored yesterday. That's that was that was literally my re- reply. But I think he would definitely go to Spurs. I think he would go to Arsenal. I don't think there would be a period of Leicester dominating top four because the top six can't stand it. But like we said that, like and look at you know United and Arsenal. Currently, like, and for the because last they two, spent three years. Until Arsenal spent well this year. They have a great defence, Leicester. Great defence. Yeah. All four of them are brilliant. And their goalkeeper Man City brilliant. had the chance to sign and their recruitment, like, Johnny Evans too. But didn't sign him. So did we. And we also had a chance to sign the Ossander back. And, and we signed fucking Socrates instead. Put some respect in Soko's name, please. Um, <sighs> we need to talk about the Son incident, lads. Because our favourite... Portuguese midfielder, the beautiful man that is Andre Gomez, unfortunately dislocated his ankle. Um, There's a bit of a debate about this in the WhatsApp group. Not from me, by the way, from another member of the Babel who is not here tonight. The Prince of Rome? Yes, the Prince of Rome. So, he's all saw it. Son slid in to tackle um, Andre Gomez, clips him. Gomez carries forward obviously he's going down and Serge Aurier comes in to win the ball and Serge Aurier catches him and Gomez unfortunately then dislocates his ankle yeah Martin Atkinson um, I hate him he comes over to uh, I don't hate him that's harsh he comes over to, to book Son yeah you can see the other card yeah. sees that Gomez has had a horrific injury here then hears from VAR he's, he, I think he's broke his leg sends Son off yeah. Doesn't go and look at the screen to see did. what actually's going on, which is another thing we haven't even <laughs> talked about this yet. They don't go and look at the screens in the Premier League. Like, how did I miss that happening? Um, doesn't go and look at it, sends Son off. What's happened today? Son's card's been rescinded. It, it, it just throws the whole thing into. Disarray? Yeah. It's a nonsense. To be fair, it was, it was <coughs> a red card. As bad as the. Like, as bad as, like what happened to uh, Andre Gomez was, but at, what I find kind of ridiculous about the whole thing is Son's getting more sympathy than Andre Gomez is. And, like, let's be honest, Son, if you look at the replay, like, probably 10 seconds before it all happened, yeah, there's not someone getting taken. Kai Havert sent off for uh, Leverkusen against Atletico Madrid. Absolutely. <laughs> what is my three guards today? He absolutely cuts um, Arias. You're looking like Johnny. He cuts you in half, Johnny. The, How Col- dare he? the Colombian fullback Arias. How dare he attack you, Jonathan? Um, anyway. Anyway, sorry. So, Son took a swipe at a Wobe 10 seconds previous, and mm-hmm. then he tried to take another swipe at Andre Gomez. Like, I don't know whether he was pissed off or whatever. Like, he was. He was frustrated, Son, yeah. So, like, you know, obviously he never meant for anything bad to happen, but I think Serge Aurier was more. At fault for what happened, Andre Gomez, and it's it's Serge Aurier's collision that causes yeah. the, the dislocation. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's just, but it's just pure it's not, it's bad not, luck. It's not intentional. No, like, no, not you're not saying that. You're it's not just one of those things. Though. It's just pure, pure bad luck. Yeah. Uh, one of the things as well is that a Liverpool fan tweeted about this. 
and I, this was a couple of days ago, and I sort of at the time I didn't agree with Martin Atkinson. Now Martin Atkinson had done VAR for Liverpool against Aston Villa, so there was a reason why I don't like him. But, um, he had said Atkinson had no choice there to send him off at the time because if he hadn't have sent him off, Goodison Park would have erupted. Goodison Park is an emotional. It's one of the best atmospheric grounds you'll ever go to in your life. It's still you've been there, Brendan. It's yeah. still old and wooden. The atmosphere is unbelievable. It's tight and it's not small because it's grand enough size. And they were baying for blood. <coughs> Pardon me, when that injury happened because one of their own desiccated his ankle. They're obviously going mad for it. So he he was saying that Atkinson probably had no choice. and probably thought to himself, if I don't send him off here, I'm going to get absolutely roasted. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get all sorts and. That's maybe why the decision came in. I would count back back saying that's not a strong enough referee then. No, it's not. Like, is he head of Premier League referees now? No, I think it's Mike Riley. Oh, yes, right, does he? So, it's just, it was, it was a set, I don't think it should have been sent off. There was a couple of other VAR incidents. There was Firmino's armpit, which was just mad. There was Delafeu. Mm. And Delafeu did something similar. Well, he was fired actually, sorry, against Tottenham. Yeah, wasn't he? and it wasn't given that, that time. Yeah. Deli Ali's handball. So, Deli Ali's handball. Son was actually fouled um, as well, I think. Uh, for, United, and, he was, and he was United's given as a dive. Penalty. United's penalty as well. For is just not... It's not we're, we're in up spin. Like, we're doing it now. We're spending time talking about it instead of taking away the referee decisions. But it's here to stay, unfortunately. I don't know if we're going to get rid of it. <coughs> I think the... Um, the pitside monitor is a real thing that they need to make use of. I, I think Mike Riley said at the, at the start of the year and like one of the briefings that it uh, was to be used sparingly. Kyle uh, Walker's nuts for months and this is hilarious. It, it hasn't been used once. Hasn't been so used once. that's not sparingly, that's just not using it at all. You see how smoothly it runs in the Champions League. Like during that chaos last night in that Chelsea game, like 99% of the decisions were quick and correct. There was 12 added minutes. Now, Andre Gomez's injury was very bad. There was 12 added minutes to the Everton Spurs game, right? Um, good save by Kyle Walker, actually. The Chelsea game last night had eight goals, two sending offs, complete pandemonium, and I think there's only about three or four minutes added on. There was four minutes, there should have been more, but yes, that's partially down to the VAR decisions being quick and correct. Do you think it's referees don't want to go over because they don't want to be don't want to look like they're making a mistake and getting corrected? Possibly, <clears throat> but they're idiots anyway. They obviously, you don't know the rules of the game. You see how many mistakes are making even with VAR. What did you, what did you, well before we finish up? What did you make of Firmino's armpit sending off? I nearly lost the plot. Sending <laughs> off? Sorry, this ruling or this land the goal. Um, he didn't look off to me. Wrong, wrong. The thing is though, right? Uh, like. The linesman actually calls it offside anyway. So without VAR, it's not going to count. But then you'd expect VAR to be like, no, it's, no he's alright. But I was looking at it, or listening to it, sorry, and then I was looking at it afterwards and I was thinking, I'm still expecting this to be given as a goal here. Like, yeah, but doesn't... then VAR, like, then that linesman <clears throat> has completely wrecked the whole thing by putting his flag up because <laughs> then uh, Aston Villa can just go, will you put your flag up? So, it, you know, they're told if it's, if it's tight, which it was ridiculously tight, he shouldn't have put his flag up at all. No. Shouldn't have let the play go on as it went on and then made the decision with VAR. That's the way they're supposed to do it. That's the way it should be done. Mm-hmm. But put his flag up and then they also gave the wrong decision. So, like, wrong on two accounts. Who did Chelsea play this weekend? Crystal Palace. 
Early away. kickoff. Away. Yeah, Chelsea at home. Chelsea at home. Yeah. Just, uh, one final point before we finish on Chelsea's home record. Mm. Are you concerned? Um, 10 games at home, 3 wins. I probably would be if their away form wasn't so good. Um, because <clears throat> the position in the league is really all I care about. Like, mm-hmm. um, but. <laughs> I'm just sitting laughing with that. How are we still fifth? <laughs> you are still fifth, yes, right? Yeah. Like, it's not all doom and gloom. Like, that's oh, what I mean. Oh, it you win. No, we're Yous only cap- fifth because everyone else below us has been shouting. You are capable of winning at the weekend against Leicester. Uh, yeah, capable. You are capable of doing it. But are we going to do it? No, we're not. So it's Kieran Tierney against Brandy Rogers, and Kieran Tierney owes him one. Because Roger left them in the lurch last year. Kieran Tierney. Put, listen to this, folks. Kieran Tierney at the weekend. Arsenal's winner. Arsenal beat Leicester. The whole thing out. The family starts him. He started the night. Which means he might not start the weekend. Christ knows. Who knows? You don't know what's in that man's head. You really do not know what it is. I know what's in his head. Good evening. Good evening. <laughs> like, yeah. even the youngsters taking the piss out of him now, apparently. Yeah, that article about what's going on in the Arsenal change room as well. Yeah. If you haven't read it, not great. Yeah. Nah, it's an absolute joke. He's lost the team. Lost. Um, Brenton, you think it'll beat Crystal Palace again? Um, I think it'll be tough, but I think it will. Yeah. Um, no more injuries. It's only Ruben Loftus Cheek got injured, and Ruben Mason Mount. Cheek, and we'll have to hear about Mason Mount, but um, Mount's probably due a rest anyway. He's managed Hudson Doy very well as Lampard. Um, he came on like last night, made a big impact, so not an issue. Um, and Jorginho suspended for the weekend which is the other thing can't back so shouldn't be a problem either. I think Mendy's getting sent off as well here for um, Man City he got sorry probably, but he got yellow carded and then he clapped the referee and now the referee no they've gone from it well he's but one of the most overrated players ever so the referee was pulling them over to have a chat one game he's what pulling what him over oh right okay. Jonathan <laughs> this is not one of those shows. oh I thought I'd go with Discord you dirty smut bag oh there um, he is you're being a morale there he is I think that'll do us this week for this week's podcast. I hope we didn't offend anyone. I'm sure we did. I don't care if we did. I know Johnny doesn't care. No, I'll just boo you or something. Yeah, um, but listen up, folks. If you do come across anything on our podcast or whatever you want, to, want us to look at... Brandon, what's the Patreon? Patreon.com forward slash the sports bubble. Boom! Trying right to, in there. Trying to present a show here, lads. And the amateurism <laughs> in two years is bringing me down. I'm telling you that. Um, if you have any comments you want to make... Hit Brenton's tweet or Twitter page up at Brenton Hagen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's actually at Hagen, Brenton. Yeah, at Hagen, sorry. Well, thanks uh, not, no, <laughs> at, at, at Hagen underscore Brenton, Brenton 92. Uh, no, there's no 92. At, at the Sports Bobble. Uh, let us know what you think. Uh, Johnny, thanks for coming on this week. I'm sorry I delayed you slightly, but sure. Thank nice uh, you to show up. You're, you're looking after the youth today. That's uh, the story. Uh, uh, story. Unlike your name. Or you Um, uh, Brenton, as always, thanks for looking after the show because you're doing the editing. No problem. Uh, folks, see us again next week where hopefully all three of our teams win. Uh-huh. That'd be nice. Uh, Man City get Are we playing a game before we... No, I don't think we are. Never no, mind. there's nothing on during <laughs> next week. I didn't win the Europa League. You'll win the Europa League, surely. No, I won't. No, was, like, I get was their Milan are coming down. Aye. Alexis Sanchez come back to haunt us. Chelsea so. might be coming down. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> Liverpool could still fall out of it like, and come down. Ah, no, you won't. Salzburg are good, though. But anyway, we'll talk about this all. <laughs> good luck. <laughs>